And welcome to 1590 Afterwards. Thanks for listening. Uh, really appreciate all the people that have been checking in. We've got some a lot of people listening to us. Yeah, my wife started listening. Oh, nice. Finally. Yeah, <laughs> she, she did a little binge on us, and she, she enjoys the program, which makes it much better for me. But we do appreciate that. What we basically do is talk about stuff that's happening around town. A lot of it reflects what we did on the morning show. And since generally you aren't here for the morning show, it's nice uh, to be able to bounce some of this stuff off of you and uh, and see what's happening now for anybody who might be downloading this pretty quickly here will this hit the streets by tomorrow morning yeah this is it today yeah we'll, we'll, i'm gonna we'll, we'll get the same day turnaround but before we had a little bit of a, a backlog and then with the summer and all the stuff we had going on with kids and all that the all of those in the business we call them in the can episodes um, those all got used up so now we'll record and we'll just put them out right away and you've got a big uh, comedy event tomorrow yeah, I do. Yeah, the big uh, giggles live over there at the Santa Paula Airport. I can't wait. Claude Stewart, somebody I've known for 20 years, great headliner, writes on TV shows, lots of TV appearances, and just a solid. I like going into shows like this where I know the headliner is just going to do a great job and I don't have to worry about it. DMV Mike will be there. And when I say things like tomorrow, I remember, yes, some people listen to podcasts at different times. So it is Friday evening, Santa Paula Airport. It's really fun. Spence family will be there. Kids get a kick out of the comedy. And along that, we've been to two shows so far this year, and we will be to this one. Enjoy, have fun, get some laughs. Uh, we were doing the news and reflecting on the news from what is Thursday morning. It was it was dark. Mm -hmm. It was just awful. And so this is why we try to move afterwards into something that's a little more fun. Right. That's right. Because people need that. You don't want to hear doom and gloom everywhere you go. <laughs> and that's it. And everywhere you turn, there's something going on. So this is the more fun space for you. And one of the fun things I like, now this might be counterintuitive on it, but these days, if you do something somebody's going to criticize it, you know, mm -hmm. no matter what you do. And that's why it's funny to see a lot of the remarks on the X. I don't know what we're calling that. Yeah. The, the former tweet. And whether it's uh, something like Instagram or Facebook. So this one, some park rangers in Death Valley got in front of the sign that says what the temperature is. And the temperature was 132, 132 degrees. Wow. And they were smiling and waving. And all of these people are hitting it. Uh, saying, is this really what they should be doing? Is oh. this what... And you know what? As a matter of fact, yes, it is, because these are the park rangers. They are the ones that know what to do. Right. And so they, they've got their flask. They've got their, you know, gallon of water. And people were criticizing them uh, for being a little cavalier about the temperature. So I was just trying to go back on, are there times where it's very, very cold and people might be having a snowball fight and they'll say something? Like, you see the people that go out... Polar plunge. Yeah, the, exactly. That's a great example where if I did that, bad things would happen. Right. Yeah, bad, bad things would happen. But the polar plunge is a fantastic example. Or other people that do the thing that's really cool where they, they take like a, a, a cup of water and they throw it and it instantly goes to snow. Oh, cool. Things like that are neat. So, you know, let the rangers go. 132 degrees. What's the hottest you figure you've been in? Um, nowhere near that. I mean, I've been in some hot Vegas. San Sacramento used to regularly get up to close to 110, but I not think much I was over around that. 12 or 13 once in, in yeah. Palm Springs. And uh, that's hot. That's, that is really yeah. hot. So it's just funny how people can get mad at everything. Another thing I didn't know about the wonderful vacation spot, Death Valley, it is the biggest national park that's outside of Alaska. Oh, it has more square acres. 
Alaska at over 3 million acres of a desert and salt flats. That's, that's what it is here for Death Valley. It's one of the biggest. I've never been. Um, yeah, I don't think I've never made the trek into Death Valley. Begins with death. I'm not there. My brother-in-law is a guy that goes there a lot. He loves it. I don't know why, uh, but he is a huge, huge fan of Death Valley. But it's just another one of those things. People are having fun, big smiles, and then they get criticized. Is that whatever? A, so, what do you do? Is it, it's not you don't go hiking in Death Valley? Do you, is it a, a four wheel sport type of a thing? Or? I think there's a lot of that, oh. and there's another thing. If people are way back in Death Valley, they want to be way back in Death Valley. Yeah, good idea to honk the horn and keep driving. Yeah, uh, because there are a lot of people out there that are uh, maybe a two or three clicks on the other side of Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a freak show. That same with Alaska. They they told us if you really go hiking there and you find somebody, yeah, turn around. Yeah. Yeah, you because know, chances are they didn't <coughs> want to be found at all. Right. Uh, so that was uh, that was a, a good one there with the folks in Death Valley, New York Yankees. Since you're a sports guy, especially uh, going through baseball here, the Yankees went on a nine-game losing streak. It never happens in New York. They are really an amazing team, remarkable history. You know they have 20-some titles. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of titles, and a lot of that's because of the old days, but they did good. I didn't realize the last time they had lost 10 in a row was something like 1923. Oh, wow. Imagine, because all of the teams have, every team's had a real stinky time where they have they have fallen and fallen hard. So that was broken by Aaron Judge, who got three home runs in one game. It was the first time for Judge to hit three, the 37th time in Yankee history, and he snapped that losing streak. So way to go, dude. He uh, snapped the losing streak. He's played only 72 games, and he has 27 home runs. It's crazy. Guy's pretty good. And Shohei Otani injured something. Uh, He can still apparently bat and play outfield, but he's not going to be pitching anymore. Right, and it looks like it puts him closer to a a Tommy John surgery type of a situation if he gets out. And Yeah, it's too bad because he's so amazing. He is. He's one of those athletes that is uh, he's, and fun to watch. Seems like a nice guy. I don't understand a thing he says, though. That's, <laughs> that's, that, that is the downside. Okay, one other thing we want to talk about. October 1st is your card show. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many of the names you can release, but for me, because of my youth, uh, you've got one there that's going to be a kick, and I hope I can go out and meet him. Oh, yeah, you'll definitely get a chance to meet him. Yeah, Rodney Allen Rippey is a, a actor and a, a guy that's doing – he's still doing stuff out on the circuit, and um, he's going to be there uh, signing autographs, meeting and greeting guests, and he's going to be there amongst all of our athletes, fighters, and all that good stuff. And he was one of the kids back in the day, like Mikey and a few of the others, uh, that uh, became stars as, as children in commercials – and he was for Jack in the Box. Right, right. And then he was in the movie Blazing Saddles, which I absolutely love that movie. I was too young to see it in the theaters because it was an R-rated movie. It had to be 17. It was the only time my mother did something like this when she found out there was no nudity. It was all language-based. And she took me and my best buddy to the movie, and we're in there. And she walked out about halfway. She just <laughs> wanted to make sure everything was okay. Uh, but we got to see that movie because of my mom actually taking us into the theater. And that movie is still spect- I think for the times and the big arc of what it is, it would be Blazing Saddles moving to 
Ben Stiller's movie. Oh, is there something about Mary? No, the one oh. about the Vietnam War. Yeah, 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 yeah. the Tropic Cruise, Thunder. That's Tropic right. Thunder. Yeah, yeah, that wow. was a crazy I saw one. that when I gave blood. Now, could these movies be made again? I'm not sure. But again, by the way, folks, I'm, I'm Scottish, so I'm one of the whitest people on the planet. I'm wondering, from my point of views, view, those are the brilliant movies, mm-hmm. two of those. Now, I wonder from an African-American's point of view, what would it be? And I'm saying this out of complete ignorance, so don't point and laugh <laughs> at me. I'm going to get you, sucker. What would be the comedy that was created that would be of the same ilk? I'd say for, for Latinos, it's definitely the Cheech and Chong stuff because they were so good and right. they were so outrageous. The way they, they kind of threw that back in the face. Born in East L.A. a little later on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Born in the U.S. It, it was funny, funny stuff. So I'm trying to think from an African-American comics point of view or somebody like Spike Lee, what is the counter? I'm Going to Get You Sucker was a brilliant film. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really funny. And it was, I, 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 I'd be surprised because it, it kind of um, took a lot of movies and made fun of all of them in one. It was genre-blowing. Yeah, it just, it just busted up everyone. And the guy's name that did it, I remember, I'm going to have to look it up and cheat, uh, but he did it a lot on credit cards because he couldn't get financing. So when it oh. hit, he killed it because the debt was all his. But then the success was all his. Wow. Yeah. And he did it all. And I remember back then, and I am going to Google away here. Roster he had, though. Oh. I mean, he had all the Wayans. He had um, Jim Brown and Bernie Casey. And uh, it was, uh, I mean, that was such a. I remember uh, Kadeem Harrelson, who was on, uh, became, he was famous from the, the Cosby Show spinoff, A Different World. He was, uh, he was in the movie. It was a really good movie. Wow. It really is crazy. Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock. Was in there, too. And I love seeing Jim Brown because there was a personality for you. You remember uh, Chris Rock's role, right? He I, was the... Did he forget want one the cup, rib? Just give me yet one he rib. He wanted one yep. rib, yeah. Just yeah. poured in my hand. Yeah, yeah. that was him. And the guy's looking at him like, Antonio Fargus? <laughs> I used to see that guy at the comedy store all the time. So this was really, really well done. And uh, a few other folks that are in here... Uh, pretty in- Gary Owens, the great announcer. He's the guy with the big voice. Mm-hmm. Gary Owens, funny, funny. Eve Plum. Oh yeah, that's she right. was the one from the Brady Bunch. She she was at Cal State North at the same time as me. That was a beautiful one. Oof, was she a pretty girl? Yeah, no doubt about it. Clarence Williams the third, out of um, oh man, I'm forgetting everything right now. Um, uh, the three, the kids, the white girl. Uh, the white guy and the black guy. Oh, good God! I'm I'm bombed. <laughs> really? No, that that is a huge like, show. Come oh, come on! <laughs> this this was such such a big show. <laughs> oh my God! That that is just terrible. That I am missing that right now. I love that it had Jim Brown and Bernie Casey. Bernie Casey was a, a 49er player that almost kind of like see when I see interviews of him, it seems like he despises football. He's very, he was very artsy and uh, he was so good in the movie. Bernie was kind of like the main, the main character. Wow. Yeah. So that would be one that I would just pull out and, and guess that that could have been, you know, one of, one of the big ones uh, from back in the day that mod squad, holy cow, mod squad, mod squad was a very hippie thing. Um, the re- very cute girl, white girl, the, the hip guy. And then obviously the streetwise African-American man, cause like Huggy Bear and Starsky and Hutch, that's how they had to play it. Right, right. So when I look at these shows, 
which one supports that culture more than others? You know, like everybody hates Chris. How was that? I'm not sure. I love the Bernie Mac show. I, oh, I thought yeah. that was great. Because I always thought he was um, uh, Bill Cosby with a belt. And we know what Bill Cosby turned out to be. But uh, Bernie Mac definitely had uh, an attitude where you talk to the, the audience, break the fourth wall. There's another comedian just killer funny. Yeah, Bernie, one of the kings of comedy. I don't, I don't know if you ever visited that uh, when they did the – it was Steve Harvey – uh, Bernie Mac, um, it was D.L. Hughley, and who was the other? There was one other guy. Oh, why am I? Oh, it's Cedric the Entertainer. And so they were the kings of comedy, and they toured together, and they put out uh, um, a comedy special that was played in theaters, and then it was it was actually a really good one. But, yeah, it was pretty pretty good times. So that was around the beginning of my comedy career. And it's just kind of fun to see, you know, what, what – and it is, culturally, no matter what – and there, there's been a few of uh, the uh, directors who have said exactly that. There's things, uh, one comedian was talking about a hot comb, and he said, I tell that joke and a white person will just stare at me. Right. And he says, but <laughs> all of the African-American, the black people will be laughing their butts off because they know what that means, that smell when you're a kid. So no matter what, we, we do have differences within our culture. So I love that stuff. And I can never forget the brilliant, and it's his birthday today, Dave Chappelle. Oh, wow. Today, again, today is Thursday, folks. And with the one, I was really a late arrival to Chappelle. I really? will say straight, yeah, I did. I, I missed everything. And then one day I was going through some stuff and I saw the blind African-American who goes into the Klan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I will say it could be the most intelligent, wild, funny, crazy bit ever done. And I mean that, ever done and how uncomfortable was every single person in that room at any given time too it, it was just nuts but those are the guys so this is why circling back to the show being able to see somebody like rodney allen rippey who made a success of his life yeah with a few great moments he embraces it and he gets out and he you know he does like the the hollywood shows he'll go out and and meet people he likes meeting his fans and that's a that's a cool it's, it's going to be a great opportunity to bring him right here to Ventura. People will be able to get, take pictures and everything. And I know everything else will be great, too. But sometimes the good thing about these shows, you have such a variety of signers. One person's there for them. But then they get to meet all the other people, too. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be cool. We're gonna, we've got uh, – we have a lot of guests. I mean, it's going to be a lot bigger than last time. I just can't uh, give away all of the names yet. Well, <laughs> with the first time in a lot of things, you're breaking down the door. Yeah. And you're the one that's got to go through that and do that. It's not easy. No. And there's all the things you realize. I could have done this. I could have done that. I didn't do this. Boy, I did this great. And then other people look and they go, is it clear? Okay, we'll join up now. Yeah. I, and one of the big important things, and this is one of those, it might sound like snotty the way I say it, but the one of the things I noticed uh, is clearly like who has your back in those situations because when you have a big event like that, it's like everything hitting the fan. And that's when people like, I mean, anytime I've had anything big, you always show up and you're always like, what, you know, what do I need? What do you, what kind of help do you need to, to make this happen? You're not like trying to, what can I get out of it? Do you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. when that event went on, I had so many friends like Danny Kasson from over there from Oxnard Canine that stepped up and were like, OK, let me let me help you with this and let me do that. You know, unfortunately, there was a couple that kind of just completely disappeared. But, you know, 
that that's also a gift because I know I can't count on them. That's fine. And then when you you <laughs> see the people run up behind you again that weren't there before, yeah. you go, "Oh, it's okay now, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Thanks for the support. Yeah. Uh, by the way, how old is Dave Chappelle? Oh, um, ooh, I, I'm gonna guess fifty six. He's fifty. I thought he was older. He's, He's younger than old. me. He's 50 years old. No. Yep. Mark Twain Prize, Chappelle's Show, Half Baked. Wow. Another stupid movie that's full of laughs. So good. Yeah, so funny. Stephen Wright. Yeah, he's been in there. <laughs> Guy um, on the couch. Yeah, everybody. And the other thing, the uh, attraction that I have for Chappelle, he was really good friends with Norm. Oh, and yeah. he would tell Norm stories and just how insane he was and that those two got a kick out of each other. Yeah, he was, he was even on the Norm tribute with it. They released yeah, later yeah, on, right? He did. Yeah. He was on there with Letterman. And, um, oh, boy, there was other people on it, too. But it was great. He had really good things to say about Norm. Makes you like him even more. That's it. It's a wrap. We want to see you Friday. Yeah, be be sure to visit us over there at the beautiful Santa Paula Airport, Friday, August 25th, for Giggles Santa Paula, giggleslive.com, for all of your giggling needs. And as far as 1590 afterwards, we need you to smash the like and subscribe button, let all of your friends know, and we'll keep putting these episodes out for you. We appreciate you listening, and we will catch you on the next episode.